Hello and welcome to the latest Clear Cruise podcast. Later, we get an update from Clear Australasia's Peter Collar, but first, Andy Harmer headed backstage to talk to the star of the Rocky Horror Show, Hollyoaks, and Boy Band Blue, cruise enthusiast Duncan James. Enjoy. So here we are, we're live from the new theatre in Oxford, Liveish, uh, and I'm joined by someone who looks very much like Duncan James. Yeah, it is Duncan James, I promise. Um, I'm actually here dressed as Dr. Frankenfurter. Um, I thought I would keep the red on for Carnival and keep sure. it all, you know, yeah. nice and sequined. You should have said I'd have Bit of similar. I know you, I thought you were going to. Did you not get the memo? <laughs> no, missed the memo. Uh, no, I'm, I'm playing uh, Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror Show, this is what I am, dressed like this today. Looking fabulous. Thank you, darling. Uh, and, how, and it's a show that in Oxford that runs till the end of the month, but there are other places. Right? Yeah, I'm actually on tour at the moment. So this week we're in Oxford, and then we're off to all sorts. I'm off to Southampton in a couple of weeks. Well, so come and visit. Come and visit. Come and see the show. And it must be, uh, the expression, I guess, is big stilettos to fill, but this is a big show and a big role. Yeah, it's a, it? it's a great role to play. Um, and, you know, I do have a big old... Uh, Stiletto heel that I have to clobber around in on stage. It must be uncomfortable. It is not the most, um, not the most fun shoes to be wearing. Not out of choice, but um, it is such a great role. It's such an iconic role. Yeah. Uh, Richard O'Brien, you know, wrote this incredible masterpiece in the seventies, and of course we all know it from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the, yeah. the movie, yeah. and then from that the Rocky Horror Show as the theatre show, which has been running for years. Um, and is still running all over the world. In fact, we need to get it on a cruise ship. Let's just... There you go. I'll phone somebody it'll immediately. It'll be uh, adults only, because it's well, quite it would rude. Have to be, yeah. have to be on, a, on an adults only cruise. Uh, now, you've just left Hollyoaks, uh, and everyone talks about how hard soap acting is. That, yeah. Was that a tough gig for you? Or? Yeah, it, it, it was. It's very different. I, I love live theatre. It's, it's really good fun, yeah. playing out to an audience every night. But doing television work is very, very, very different. Um, there's no audience, first of all. Right. You just, it's like we're doing a scene now, we're just the camera on is like this, but you have to film it from very different, many different angles. Okay. You've got to think about your continuity. Um, with Hollyoaks, we would film three months in advance. So, say we're in March today, it would be in the summer in Soapland. So, we'd have to be outside in shorts and a t shirt pretending it's hot and summery. Which could be chilly. Which could be chilly. But um, yeah, you know what? It's, uh, it was a great learning experience. I, I had so much fun. Um, playing the character that I played, yeah. I got to um, become a serial killer, which was pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, how many <laughs> who can say they played a serial killer? So yeah, it was it was fun. And do things like Hollyoaks and what you're doing at the moment with Rocky Horror and Dancing on Ice does that open you up to a whole new audience? Um, for me, I just love performing. Um, I've, I've been very lucky. I've with my career with Blue, I've managed to perform in many stages across the world and have an amazing opportunity to visit lots of different countries and, mm. and, and perform on many different types of shows and stages. And then with my um, theatre career, I've, I've had an opportunity to play some great characters, right. Frankenfurter being one. Yeah. Billy Flynn was another I've just finished in the West yeah, End. Which is a great show. Which was great in Chicago. Um, and then before that, I was playing um, a character called Tick in uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert, where I got to be another fabulous drag queen. There's a theme here. I know, I know. I don't <laughs> but know that's why. a great show as well. Priscilla's got such energy. So great. It was such a great show to do. And um, in fact, it was it was doing Priscilla for me that made right. me want to do Frankenfurt. I thought if I can combat yeah. those heels yeah. 
and those ridiculous outfits, then you know I should yeah. be able to do this. But I loved Priscilla. Yeah, One of the favourite shows. It is a great show. Yeah. Really good musical. You mentioned Blue. We can't leave without talking about Blue. Um, you must have visited some amazing places. Did you get yeah. a chance to explore them properly as a tourist, or were you too busy then? Um, everybody always used to laugh and. Well, not laugh, everyone used to say, oh my gosh, how lucky are you to yeah. go to this country, go to that country, and you know, you, it's so lucky. And it, we are, and we were very lucky. Right. But we would get to see the airport, the hotel, yeah. and the arena, and that was it, you know, and that was our experience of many places. Did you see somewhere where you thought, I want to come back here? Um, I just got back from doing a tour with the boys in Australia, actually, but we had a few days off in each place. So, I went to Perth and fell in love with Perth. It was beautiful. Nice. Then we went to Melbourne, Sydney, yeah. Brisbane, Adelaide, and then we went over to uh, New Zealand and we went um, we went to Auckland, which was just stunning. I love travelling. I I've always loved travelling. I'm I'm always when I've got a week off from whatever I'm doing, I try and get on a holiday or whatever I, I try and do. I try and get out of the country and. Yeah. And have a have a nice break somewhere. Which is why you we're talking to you today because yeah. you've cruised with your daughter. And I how did. was it? Do you know what? I, I wanted to do something for my fortieth birthday um, last April, um, and I wanted to do something special. And I don't often get to have family holidays because of my work commitment. And my daughter's at the Royal Ballet School, so she's really oh, busy wow. with her career. She's fourteen now, and I wanted to take my mum my daughter's mum and my daughter and me away and do something really special for my yeah. 40th. I didn't want to just do a normal party and, you know, I wanted yeah, to do yeah. something completely different. And I was very lucky to have an opportunity to to go to um, Miami. Right. And we got on board a beautiful ship, uh, the Carnival Vista, yeah. and we cruised all the way around the Caribbean and had the most incredible time. And not only was it a great time for me, but it was a great time for all my family. My mum loved it, my daughter loved it. And Claire, who's my daughter's mummy, she loved it as well. So it was something for everybody. And we all found things to do on board the ship. And the itinerary was so great every day. So it was just like a great, perfect family holiday for all the generations in yeah. the family. And Caribbean's a great place to cruise because you're on a yeah. different island every day. And the weather, and the was, weather was amazing, yeah. yeah. We were really lucky. The weather was so hot. And uh, yeah, it was just... I Just take me back now, please. Take, take <laughs> this off and put me on a beach. <laughs> Let me be a man again. That would be quite funny on a beach if you appeared like that. Uh, just, did you have a cruise destination you'd like to try? Or um, I've always wanted to go to Alaska. And me and my mum have said we always want to do it because it's something I think you've got to be able to see at least once in your life because yeah. it's meant to be so breathtaking. Um, and I, I, you know, not only for the stunning views but for the wildlife as well and you know the brown bears you get to see yeah. and, and yeah, all sorts true. of incredible wildlife and landscapes that you would never normally see unless you were on a cruise um you know it's very different from the crew it's going to be different sure. climate for starters yeah. it's not going to be nice and warm but you know i think that it is something that i really want to experience and um and see in, in my lifetime i know my mum does as well and yeah. she's in her 60s now so i'd like to be able yeah. to take her away and and have a nice holiday with her as well. well. Listen, thanks ever so much for talking to us. Good luck with the rest of the run. Thank you. Thanks for making time. Thank you. Thank you. That's nearly all for this week, but before we go, here's the latest from Clear Australasia's Peter Collar. Peter. Thanks, Toby. As the peak season of the Australasian cruise season slowly winds down, let's have a look at the biggest news stories over the past month. And it's led by the, the dual launch of the final consolidated cruise numbers for 2018 that were released across Australia and New Zealand. Well, later this week, actually a detailed account of Asia's 
passenger movements will also be released. So let's look at the figures. In Australia, the release numbers were still strong. It's still the nation that has the strongest per capita numbers in the world of established cruise markets, and that's one in 17 Australians cruising every year. Though the actual growth that uh, continually occurs through the decade, which we've witnessed uh, so passionately, it was only 0.9% in 2018, demonstrating the capacity issues that the region is facing due well specifically to a lack of berthing space in Sydney. There simply isn't uh, room to deploy more ships, so we hope to hear more news soon on the state government's cruise development plan and its proposal for a third Sydney cruise terminal. On the other hand, uh, what may have been missed in the statistics is that although the 1.35 million Australians cruising is still strong, uh, even though the growth was uh, minimal, the actual numbers of Australians who took a cruise overseas, like a fly cruise option, increased by 3.4%, which shows that there may be restrictions affecting local cruise numbers, but the actual appeal of cruise as a holiday option continues to rise amongst the Australian public. Now, across the Tasman, the story was even brighter. The number of New Zealanders taking an ocean cruise broke through the 100,000 barrier for the first time in 2018, reaching a total of 112,000 passengers. Now, this record result was a 14.6% increase on the previous year and actually puts New Zealand amongst the world's top performing cruise markets in terms of growth. In Asia, another record year, of course, uh, with 4.24 million uh, Asians cruising last year, and that was up 4.6%. Now, I'll spend some more time on these markets in the next report with a particular emphasis on India, a remarkable nation that had a strong 28% growth in 2018 with an astounding average passenger age of 37. And quite frankly, they're on the verge of a major leap forward with the launch of a new local cruise line this year, which should bring a greater awareness of cruise amongst the locals and expedite their growth even further in 2019. Finally, I'd like to end my little section here with a special accolade to the travel agents of Australasia. Last week, the travel agent members of CLEAR here in Australasia have reached a new education landmark. It's quite remarkable, completing now a combined 100,000 online modules in under five years. Now, each module roughly takes about 30 minutes. So, uh, since the, the launch in late 2014 of CLIA Australasia's online program, uh, agents from Australia and New Zealand, which is, would account for about 5,300 specialists, they've spent all that time completing 100,000 online modules. Uh, what a phenomenal feat. And the speed at which travel agents have completed their training shows how much demand there is for quality insight into this rapidly changing world of cruise. So congratulations to all. It's very inspirational to see a vacation engaged in their professional development like cruise specialists have done. Uh, so congratulations again. That's all from us this week. Thank you to Peter, Duncan and Andy for taking part in this week's episode. What did you think? Join the conversation by using the hashtag ClearPod, that's the hashtag C-L-I-A-P-O-D. And don't forget to subscribe to hear the newest episode every week. That's all from us. My name's Toby Cruz. Happy cruising.